Welcome, everyone, to the Daredevil Podcast by Fantastic Geek. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. The Daredevil Podcast by Fantastic Geek. Here today to talk about the untimely, perhaps most shocking decision yet to cancel the show after, uh, I think, universally greeted as a triumphant season three. Yes, Netflix handing down the cancellation uh, last evening. Uh, this while uh, the the prospective fourth season had been pitched to Marvel and Netflix just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, some of the writers in the writer's room the day that it was canceled. Right? Like... <laughs> Can you believe that? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on, but talk about the carpet pulled out literally from under you. You know, Pete, when we talked about the cancellation for Luke Cage and the cancellation for, for Iron Fist, I think there was a certain sense of certainly we were sad to see those shows go, uh, maybe Luke Cage more than Iron Fist, but you know, sad to see any show canceled and people out of work and the stories no longer continuing, at least in, in, in an immediate sense. Uh, and we've discussed there, and we'll get into a little bit here, some of the kind of show business, the business, the financial stuff that may have contributed to this. But I was not in the mindset of this show being canceled at all not after that third season not after us wrapping up the season shortly before thanksgiving to, not to with them pitching a, a fourth season a week ago um i think there were a number of things that gave us a positive sense about this show moving forward matt i think though i'm gonna propose that this decision was made earlier the announcement was delayed because of Stan Lee's passing. Certainly, I don't know at what level, you know, like this may have been a fait accompli from a business sense months ago. It could have been pending the numbers unless the numbers knocked the, the socks off of Netflix. Or I'll do you one even better, Pete. Netflix, Disney, Amazon, all, all these companies are recognizing the long-term picture here it's more than a couple of years it's multi-year it's decades and we've seen that kind of successfully in the the non-tv kind of the warehouse end of amazon where they lost money for 15 20 years all of a sudden to well, not I mean not all of a sudden but to build this giant thing and then all of a sudden now it's churning out profit similarly i i think a factor must have been for netflix why are we paying disney to make this thing that eventually is going to end up on disney plus and i don't mean future seasons we're not at that portion of the, of the discussion yet but eventually these shows will revert back to disney and then live there for all time a thousand years from now when there's the the, the hollow projectors showing old-timey shows from the 21st century this will be a disney property why is netflix contributing to that i think that was a that was a factor too amongst others so many factors, so many things, even more confusing, Matt. There's there's no precedent for this. And we've seen three of the dominoes fall 
Okay. Can can we ramp up the death watch now on Jessica Jones? I, I think that's a certainty. Showrunner Melissa Rosenberg there is departing after their season three. I mean, their uh, series finale. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Okay. In that show that's in post-production right now. Uh, and then you've got Punisher, which is in post on its second season, likely to uh, surface first. Um, but yeah, this, this for me is the one that stings the most. This was the, the flag planted on the moon of Netflix for Marvel. So successful to start off sagged a little bit in that middle there. Still good. Uh, that great third season and, and now they cancel on this, but the, the thing that remains so nebulous apart from landing destinations, personally, I don't feel it's going to Disney plus in it's in current form. I don't see how it can, uh, with the violence it has, does Disney back off months, if not years of statements of only family friendly stuff, folks. And they have a, they have a death tier uh, where, you know, they break bones and, you know, people spit blood, you know, kind of like the the entering the code on, uh, you know, Sega Genesis to get the blood on Mortal Kombat. If that's, you know, timely enough of a reference for you. Or does Hulu become the destination for the violent and or uh, questionable content that can't that can't go in the parks, um, of, of Disney plus, but, um, the aspect of the characters living on that continues to come up in these cancellations, that's, you know, have your cake, eat it too, but tell us nothing. The character of iron fist lives on in the comics, the character of Luke cage, the character of daredevil. Is that what we're saying? Is Charlie Cox's uh, Daredevil suddenly going to show up in Spider-Man uh, Time to Go Home, the, the third film that's sure to be announced at some point? Like, give us something. To go back to your earlier point, I think one can only logically assume that there, you know, there will be a cancellation announcement uh, a month after Jessica Jones and a cancellation announcement a month after Punisher. There's no way, there's no way that those shows are getting more views than Daredevil. Uh, with due respect to both, and I would say yeah, that love them both. Yeah, um, but there's no way that they're getting more views, and if they even if they are getting more views. Or, or let's say it's, you know, they have three quarters of the audience or 90% of the audience. They're probably roughly as expensive. And that's something that these deadline articles keep mentioning, that these shows are incredibly expensive to produce, in part because Netflix needs to pay for the production. Then it needs to, or, or rather, not only does Netflix need to pay for the, the just that, but they also need to pay the studio that's actually making them in ABC Studios, the the production arm there. So it's like, Netflix is paying another company to make a thing, which, as I said before, is going to eventually leave Netflix. Um, and that's, you know, I think there's a certain long-term business sense that does not make sense for Netflix. I'll mention too, Pete, 
the the thing that was different in this cancellation article uh, relative to uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage was the Netflix statement. Uh, the first, not even the first three, they said said it with much more finality, but the, the three seasons of Daredevil will remain on Netflix for many years to come. That's the first time somebody has said something like that. I don't know, you know, is many two, because that's more than the zero some people want, is many five. It certainly is nebulously worded. I'm going to propose, Pete, that maybe uh, Netflix put that out there in order to say, hey, here's what the contract says. Uh, you want to throw money our way? We can we can, you know, break the contract if you want. But the lack of a specific number was... I think uh, of note, but then the fact that it's many years is also the first time we've heard that. Yeah. And uh, I, I think concerning, I, I don't see these leaving Netflix, them having invested in it um, easily. Uh, could there be a purchase there? Absolutely could. But you know, the, the whole Netflix cachet of these shows and what they did and and listen say what you want about marvel netflix but they brought the game to the next level in terms of what they offered in first run tv on that netlet the oft-referenced uh event at the paley center that we went to last march for jessica jones uh, a portion of it takes on a bit new light here and i know we've mentioned it in the past but there was jeff loeb and there was uh, i believe ali gloss from netflix and there was a little kind of playful joking not joking joking but still not joking over you know what was netflix before what was netflix original stuff before uh marvel netflix came along it was uh that mobster show the title of which has left me uh and house of cards and that was it or or you know something like that real meager offerings jeff yeah. loeb presenting you know marvel came in and saved the day and ali gloss's response essentially being you know we're not necessarily looking to do more more shows like this in the future heck not even more kind of american branded american set america 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 kind of shows yeah um and they've always kept their cards close to the vest when it's come to their analytics now that house of cards is done and matt you were on that show first you tuckered out on it i went through all of it and boy that that final season is eight episodes of tough road and then then it's done um and even then maybe uh despite the fact that's that's been ended that that had its finale but so much baggage going on behind the scenes with marvel tv i think we really need to look now matt with the shocking renewal of agents of shield for a seventh season when the sixth is still not aired and is not scheduled to air until the summer um of 2019 that perhaps it was in the wind. Hey, yeah, Marvel Netflix is not really going to be a thing anymore. Once those shows have aired, we have a vacuum for Marvel shows. Hey, agents of shield. Here's 13 more episodes. Can, can, can you help daddy out? There you go. 
and you know, there might be some people saying, oh, Pete's putting a little panache there on the, on the characterization. I would agree that that's a potential reading there. Uh, I mean, with, with the numbers I'm keeping track of in the 2017-2018 TV season, Marvel TV, which of course is MCU plus the, the, the couple of shows that, that aren't, uh, released 123 episodes right now, Pete, for 2019-2020, that, um, that TV season, you know, we're currently projecting four shows totaling 47 episodes total, just from a business sense, from, from a production sense, from ABC Studios, which is being paid regardless of whether it's ABC TV or Freeform or Netflix, you know, ABC Studios as its own division that has that is a business within the disney uh, sphere that's a huge drop there now of course they do other shows than marvel tv don't get me wrong but they don't maybe they do 10 to 15 shows a year so to go from uh about 10 from marvel tv last tv season to four uh and you know what what was five yesterday including a projection for uh for for daredevil now down to now down to four it's it's a big drop and it might be a case of, eh, you know what, we'll be able to make this up in streaming or Disney plus or, you know, whatever it is in terms of get a little bit more agents of shield, get a little bit more bang for the buck there because the road has stopped financially for these other shows that have been sources of profit for ABC studios and for Disney. And that's just the thing. And I've proposed it before. Have we, have we hit, have we surpassed the peak Marvel TV offering. I mean, at its height, I mean, we've had 11 shows to date, not all 11 concurrently, but at its height, we had agents of shield. We had Inhumans running on ABC. We had, uh, the four defenders series. So there's six, we had, uh, defenders seven, we had uh, Punisher 8, we had Runaways 9, we had Cloak and Dagger 10. They had 10 shows on concurrently. All right, I'll, I'll drop to 9 with, well, Defenders was never going to be a, 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 a series. Guess what? Had Defenders had high enough internal numbers, Defenders would have been a series. That's not saying didn't like what they offered feels like a little bit of a missed opportunity in retrospect, um, particularly having heard uh, from some people lately. That aside, Matt, look at the shows we've now canceled. Agent Carter, Inhumans, eh, whatever, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil. We've now canceled half of those. Yeah, I mean, it's stunning to think, you know, on the one hand, there's a lot of, you know, this TV season in 2019, 2020 that seems so far away. The TV season, and, you know, I'll mention as a side note, it's it's somewhat arbitrary, these numbers. I'm sure you could say, well, if we just do calendar years or we do this, we do that. I know it's a bit outdated, uh, particularly with, frankly, a lot of the Marvel, Netflix, and now in the future, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, arriving in the summer. But, you know, the, the, the fall to spring TV season tends to be still a big definition the notion that in the tv season starting next september pete here's the entire current offering of marvel tv agents of shield legion cloak and dagger runaways 
Um, now, uh, maybe uh, the gifted gets more of an order, or you know, certainly there's kind of the secret things still out there being developed, whether it's a Ms. Marvel or whatever it might be. Um, again, this is out, you know, output by Marvel Television. Some of those Disney Plus shows, don't forget, are being made by Marvel Studios, which may or may not have a have an interest in not having filmed Marvel stuff be made by two different divisions to bring it all in-house. Um, so that could be another factor, too. I mean, it's just, there's so much going on here, and I know that it's, to a certain degree, it's road that we've covered with the cancellation of some of these other shows, but, mm-hmm. y- you know, it's you, you're not quite sure where to turn next. I guess, Pete, what, where we could turn next is where people think the show and the character might turn next. Do you want to hear some some poll numbers? Lay them on me. All right. So for the question, what do you think is next for Daredevil as a series? Um, 41%, and I think for reasons we've covered the content, uh, I, I dare say it's 41% that I would consider to be most wrong, but 41% Disney orders, Disney Plus orders season four. Uh, 9% Netflix reinstates, 27% uh is uh hulu orders season four and then a bunch of people going with an other um but you know uh definitely some of the responses being it's dead that's it the show is done with i would say pete i don't wish the show to be dead but i mean here's another factor too you're gonna dust off charlie cox's daredevil in five years when he'll be that much older maybe that much more um I mean, heck, he could be the next James Bond or he could be on to something else five years from now. But even if he isn't, five years from now, he'll be 40 years old. Is that is that the platform from which you want to start a new action adventure series? You know, maybe, but it's a whole bunch of maybes to, uh, to add to the pile here. I would not rule the possibility of that out, but hearing us say it out loud makes it sound fairly far-fetched. Um, if Hulu isn't the save, uh, let's put it this way, Matt, prior to daredevil being canceled, I think we were 50, 50, maybe even 60, 40 Netflix Marvel continues. Now I think we know it's not going to, and, um, that these characters that will live on, you know, Luke Cage, Iron Fist could have shown up with with Daredevil, with Jessica Jones, with Punisher in a, in a new series if they went to do Daughters of the Dragon or something else. Um, I, I don't see that happening now unless Hulu is is the solution. Well, speaking of the future for the characters, uh, we had a second poll going. What do you think is next for Charlie Cox's Daredevil character in the MCU? Because I do think, Pete, there's a little more flexibility there in terms of, you know, the flavor of the show is one thing. It's not all of a sudden going to be like, from the streets of Hell's Kitchen, now Daredevil moves to Times Square. But you could have character move potentially 29 percent of respondents said that perhaps he shows up in agents of shield season six or seven side note we should look at season six and seven kind of as a you know one production production lump there um 29 chance for him showing up in punisher season two which some of the big dogs your hollywood reporter and and uh deadlines have mentioned they do know that that 
season is done shooting completely, right? So if we were if he was going to uh, show up there, we would have heard kind of the Hollywood press, man. I'm not completely uh, sure they they know that, but that's only par for the course. Twenty one percent said a theatrical movie, and then Pete, here's a venue for us to think about in the future for a lot of these shows. Maybe twenty one percent saying a Disney Plus movie. I mean, is that a TV movie? Is that a big budget? I mean, forget whatever label or budget you want to give it. Not the worst idea in the world. It's not. I just, I don't see them reversing. I've seen so many people exclaim, this is going to Disney. I'm not saying that's not happening because I can't definitively say that. I just don't see it happening. Well, and I mean, there was somebody on Twitter last night too, you know, and and there had been similar discussions, although I don't think with this particular person, but I'd had similar discussions online with uh, either Iron Fist or Luke Cage, you know, oh, this is a triumphant win for Disney, which has engineered this. Really, Disney has engineered the headline Daredevil canceled after three seasons. And, you know, there's probably a contract thing that now gets put into place in terms of like hey the option that we had for season four well now that there's official cancellation you know i mean give, give it a day or two to be sure i mean you think of some of these shows like uh, brooklyn 99 saved a day later and whatnot but there's probably a certain point two weeks from now where it's like all right charlie the paper came through we can officially tell people that 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 block of time we had tentatively for season four, you know, now you're available to go do a movie in, in Venice if you need to or whatever it might be. There's no way that this is an engineered Disney win. They didn't make Netflix cancel on a show, put all these people out of work yeah. only to turn around in six months and say, surprise, it was, it was Mickey all along. The more we've done this in 291 episodes of marvel tv to this point and we're the only podcast that has done them all um to understand the number of jobs dependent on a tv show i feel particularly bad given how into the uh panel the uh you know crew that came out to new york comic-con was of uh season three at uh, a New York Comic Con for for Daredevil, you know how how you know much they cheered the the cheerleaders they were for Charlie Cox for Vincent D'Onofrio and you know those guys are going to get employment and the crew is going to get employment in other things but they don't have it right now and hey Matt look it's a month before the holidays. Yeah, and I mean, look, to be sure, the the electrician, the set painter, the, the, the costume designer, I mean, people like that were months and months and months away from certainly, you know, active hard hat construction if they were going to film a, a new season. So I feel like kind of a, the most blue collar amongst them are not all of a sudden like, well, kids, there'll be no ham on Christmas. But, you know, certainly the people who, the, the writing staff that now promptly finds themselves <laughs> unemployed, uh, I guess the good news is for the industry, it's a good time of year in that, you know, you're looking to pilots and, and pitching things and, you know, potentially staffing shows or getting producers together and things like that. But it's a business of great turnover to be sure. But yeah, kind of a lousy time to be told, hey, that thing you're working on, nope, they don't want it anymore. 
Yeah. And uh, it, it's unfortunate uh, on top of the cancellation, particularly the timing. And, and like I said, I really do feel that this might have come earlier. This There's no way they hemmed and hawed over their season four pitch. And then we're like, uh, no, they likely knew that decision as soon as that meeting was over um, and held it to themselves until they relate it to the creatives in charge of the show. Matt, on Facebook, a couple things I want to point out. Um, uh, Rhonda Grogan had asked if I asked if, if I thought there was any chance of this moving to Disney streaming or because this was under Marvel TV, not likely, or even FX, now that Disney owns them as well. So it could continue to um, to be a bit more more <laughs> she asks um i had not considered the fx aspect um you know we've mentioned hulu we've we've mentioned disney's streamer um fx is an intriguing aspect mm. as the uh the purchase is in the final stages um you know they're they're at the checkout at this point yeah i mean expected to close january 1st yeah yeah. So, you know, they, they're they're ringing up in the checkout that that's an interesting aspect. And and maybe that comes in and, and saves everything that that could certainly be a place. Also want to point out uh, big ups to Teresa Anderson Kentner, who uh, pointed out on Facebook that um, Sam Ernst uh, had tweeted they had story uh they had season four storyboarded on the wall and then a couple screen caps of those uh tweets uh one of which i've already retweeted i know you picked it up as well matt from the fantastic geek account uh that's sam ernst at haven sam uh writes man so weird to be in the daredevil writers room today getting the news that were canceled on the walls were an entire season four laid out and it was so effing bleeped out there okay cool so many moments we wanted the fans to see sigh this business following up um she had taken a screen cap of another tweet Hard to express how cool it is to write dialogue knowing that Charlie Cox or Vincent D'Onofrio or Deborah Ann Wall would make it sing or read the tweets from fans, what they got, everything, how they binged it, like I binge my faves, one show, so many relationships, so many feels. I mean, that captures the the, the ground level writer's room dynamic doesn't it and i mean you do feel bad for the people here i think that it's you know it's easy enough on a certain level to to say all right well i know i feel bad but big old netflix and big old disney they're you know they both have their their knives out and they're the the sharks and the jets and they're trying to figure out how to make more money off of all of us but that's one level then there's this guy who's you know created a show on his own that's haven and now he's been the co-ep on this season of daredevil and uh it's 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 quite a thing pete vincent d'onofrio matt tweeted five hours ago daredevil netflix canceled yet daredevil is still out there blood-stained high up poised in the moonlight 
movement below him on the street, a flash of white moving through the sea of darkness, Hell's Kitchen. This image folds into a black suburban screeching into the night. I mean, Pete, the guy knows how to set a scene, whether it's through his acting or, or through his writing. Um, I caution listeners to hear that too much and be like, oh, it's proof that season four <laughs> is headed to Disney Plus and the flash of white is uh, is Kingpin in his white suit. You know, I, I think at the very least, any of these, you know, Daredevil will continue. It's, yeah, as a character, like in the comics and in the junior novelization of the this and eventually in filmed form again it's not necessarily like netflix left the clue that there's a secret season that's already been filmed and you know things <laughs> of that sort the last one matt i i did not want to tell you was coming i did retweet it earlier today but uh shadow flack that's uh rob morgan the turk barrett actor uh, you will remember that the character originated on Daredevil and has since appeared on all of the shows on Marvel Netflix. And by the way, it's not too soon to start the Turk Barrett in space for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, petition. We'll get going on that in a little bit. But he writes. Why are you guys all, all anti-gravity here? <laughs> where are your boots? Then you walk around like a normal person just trying to make a buck in space man <laughs> uh but uh rob writes the fans of hashtag turk barrett are the absolute best they kept a brother excited about the job with their enthusiasm and supportive energy this experience taught me a lot and i'm grateful for it honestly i'm not sad that it's over i'm just happy that it happened hashtag Turk will forever be the man. Fist emoji, explosion emoji, disco dancer emoji, hashtag fan appreciation, hashtag FBF, hashtag random flack, which is the, uh, the hashtag he will frequently use. Not so random flack. Um, Rob Morgan's the man. And uh, again, I remain ready to pitch Jeff Loeb at Marvel TV or whomever on a multitude of Turk Barrett spinoff series assists. Turk Barrett time traveler. It can happen, Pete. Oh gosh, Pete. We have an email with all this cancellation in there. We have an email from our pal 084. Interestingly enough, this email was written uh, oh, about 10 hours before word came down about Daredevil, but I think that it captures a lot of what's in the air here regarding, uh, as, as he says in his subject line, Netflix cancellation thoughts. Okay, time to pay respects and pour one out for Marvel's Luke Cage and Marvel's Iron Fist. Sigh. It was a confusing time when I got the notification that Iron Fist was canned. I didn't know how to feel. When it got renewed for a second season, I absolutely had no hope for improvement, and wondered why they were even bothering. That season surprised me, too, uh, no end. It had its fair share of issues, but it was miles ahead of the train wreck that was season one. I almost wish they had canceled it a year ago and not given us that superior season. Why give us that leap in quality and excitement for uh, more just to take it away? It seems cruel. Then Luke Cage. I felt sick after that news. There I was, finishing up the magnificent Daredevil Season 3, when I looked at my phone and bigger sigh. 
the things that Luke Cage has done for TV were so great and so brown, groundbreaking, and to have it snuffed out is even more cruel. Even the infamous last half of season one, I feel, is criminally misunderstood, much in the way villains of Jessica Jones season two were, but this isn't her funeral yet. To think that we won't see Misty Knight uh, with her blinged out second robot arm or Nightshade become a big villain for Luke is heartbreaking. And that's what's so hard about it, where we go from here. The shows that we're currently expecting to get new content from both ended their last seasons with such finality. Punisher is finally getting some real help with his issues. Jessica Jones is taking steps to let herself actually live life. No doubt their new seasons are going to need to pull the rug out from both of them in order to provide 13 episodes of drama. There's no point. Even Daredevil, as good as it was, left me content and honestly happy to let that be the last we see of Matt Murdock. But Luke and Danny clearly are being cut off in the middle of their stories. Colleen gets two seconds worth of being a kick-ass, iron-fisted vigilante. Thanks, Netflix. And I can honestly sleep okay knowing that Danny Rand ends his story where it ends. I can't let go of the fact that Luke Cage, with all his history, has to end his story as a crime boss. No, we needed more story there. We needed to see him realize that error and make steps to get back to where he was. It's so wrong to leave him there. I know that there's corporate logistical stuff going on here. I get that. But I always focus on the storytelling first and foremost, and story-wise, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm pretty certain we won't see any more Daredevil, and that Jessica Jones and Punisher will follow suit after their seasons come out. I only hope The only hope I see is putting them on Hulu Plus, once Disney owns most of it in 2019. I don't want to see them on Disney Plus, because it would lose too much of what made them what they are. It's a waiting game until then. Thanks so much to Chilo Hidari Coker and to M. Raven Metzner for their interpretations of these characters. Not just Luke and Danny, but Colleen, Misty, Cottonmouth, Mariah, Ward, Mary, and others. And Scott Buck, I still hate you. Until next time, true believers, Excelsior. And certainly a very well-reflective email there from 084. And uh, I think capturing, as I said, though it was sent at a time before, uh, before Daredevil was canceled, I think just capturing this increasing growing sense of story loss that uh, that we're all dealing with particularly now well pete with that i guess we start to wrap up daredevil you know for those who have been listening on the daredevil podcast feed certainly don't unsubscribe we truly don't know what's next for the character for the show for for daredevil in the mcu but uh this this certainly kind of a uh an end point to be sure if not for the largely tremendous way that season three put a bow on things, this would hurt even more. Um, I do take some solace with, you know, for, for me, Matt, canonically, the uh, the show ended with um, Paige, Nelson, and Murdoch at the table there with the new napkin, and they've they've gone and since had new adventures we just don't know yet well pete the adventures certainly continue with fantastic geek how can people be in touch with you you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j-k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 10,208 followers can't be wrong 
And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with a PH, all one word. Like it today. And whether it's Daredevil, whether it's Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Punisher, you name it. Whatever news that comes, whatever podcasting we have, you'll be on top of all of it. Pete, we will continue to be talking everything MCU on the Pop Culture Podcast feed. want to thank everybody who has been with us for these three seasons of Daredevil. And though the future is a little uncertain to be sure we of course appreciate all our listeners who have joined us week after week talking about old hornhead with that pete i will say adios to all our listeners and give you perhaps the final final daredevil word until we meet again